Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. White boy Malcolm X, did you see where creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer, he told some young woman, no serious guys until you're 30? No. Yeah, he said that. And the full quote is, now a very important thing, I told my daughters and granddaughters, no serious guys until you're 30. And she responded, Okay, I'll keep that in mind. She was probably thinking, oh my God, is this guy about to give me a a shoulder massage and sniff my hair? Can I slap him without getting tackled by the Secret Service? You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Wrong, creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer. Just because you can't remember it, pudding brain doesn't mean it didn't happen. So he basically told her, kind of, sort of, to be a whore. Pull a Ronan Rubenstein, go out and get as much man meat as possible and get banged by half the guys in L.A. Like Ronan, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, like he likes to do. Now, I didn't think You even had to tell women that these days. Not with these younger women. What with Tinder and whatever the hell else straight people use. Whatever apps they use to get laid. Order up a quickie online. I think they got that down. They want a fresh piece of man meat. They know how to get it and quickly. Queens are probably like, Well, welcome to the party, girls. Better late than never. If it's one thing a queen knows how to do, quite well, thank you very much, it's going out, getting banged by half the guys in town. And you queens know who you are. But now you got creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer, more or less doing the same thing. Go out, have yourself a, A grand gay old time, at least until you're 30. That's when you'll marry some loser, some virgin pajama boy who doesn't know how to adult. Pop out a few dopey kids with him. And then you can dream of getting banged by Harry Peekaboo Styles. Peekaboo, Peekaboo. Or Ed Sheeran or whoever suburban moms drool over these days. And obviously, we're not doing anything big for our 150th podcast. 
We thought about it, but, well, our queen with a clipboard, that queen went out on strike, said that he was not going to deal with pocket queen Pete and Justin Buttigieg, that low-ranked queen from Michigan. And he definitely didn't want to deal with Megan McCain and her nacho and chicken finger farts, her destroying that bathroom, clogging up the toilet with her nacho and chicken finger bowel movements. Queen was like, "Eh, I am not dealing with all that. So neither are we. But maybe in the coming days, who knows? So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And our first one is from Queerty. Those girls over at Queerty. Kevin Spacey's defense team lodges sickening attack on Anthony Rapp in sexual misconduct trial. So this thing has finally gone to court, I see. And white boy Malcolm X, do you know what the sickening attack that Kevin Spacey's defense team lodged against Anthony. Kevin Spacey got handsy gropey 30 years ago and now I'm butthurt and want a payday rap. Did you hear about that? No? Well, get this. They had the nerve to ask. Hold on a second. I don't want to go through his full name again. Let's just call him Princess Anthony, which I think is a good proxy for Anthony. Kevin Spacey got handsy gropey 30 years ago, and now I'm butthurt and want a payday rap. And he's acting like a princess anyway. So when you hear me call him Princess Anthony, that's just shorthand for Anthony. Kevin Spacey got handsy gropey 30 years ago, and now I'm butthurt and want a payday rap. But back to the allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, sickening attack on poor Princess Anthony here by Kevin Spacey's attorneys. They had the, what did I just say? The nerve to ask Princess Anthony if he told his story to BuzzFeed back in 2017 to raise his public profile. So they basically asked him if he suffered from Madonna syndrome. Oh, look at me, look at me. I'm still relevant. This story just, it continues to floor me. And real quick, just to recap, what happened? Way back in 1986, I was still in high school. Kevin was 26. And Princess Anthony, he was 14. So I guess Kevin Spacey, he's like a horny high school teacher. Ah, not that fresh teacher bait. Seducing that fresh teacher bait. Making sweet, sweet love to that fresh teacher bait. Except he didn't quite get there. Kind of bombed at second base there. Couldn't even seduce the kid. I bet half the horny high school teachers out there, they're laughing their asses off at this level of incompetence. 
So Kevin has a party at his apartment. Princess Anthony is there. Finds herself the last queen standing. The two of them are now alone. Kevin, he gets handsy gropey. Picks Princess Anthony up. I guess he's a pocket queen or something. Carries him to the bed. Puts him down. And climbs on top of him. Tries to do God knows what. And Princess Anthony, still fully clothed, still, well, I don't know if he was a virgin, but still not deflowered, at least not that evening. And Princess Anthony, other than his ginger hair, maybe possibly being a little disheveled, he wriggles his way out of it and leaves. And so, 30 years later, give or take a year, Princess Anthony wakes up, decides that incident from back in the mid-80s, that was the most traumatic thing ever experienced by anyone, ever. So, you know, right then and there, he is a hysterical millennial. So, right then and there, He decides to get himself a strip mall lawyer to sue Kevin, high school teacher Spacey. That's what we'll call him from now on. Kevin, high school teacher Spacey. Even if Kevin, high school teacher Spacey, can apparently close the deal like a million other horny high school teachers out there. But Princess Anthony, he gets himself a strip mall lawyer to sue Kevin, high school teacher Spacey, for, and this is what floors me, $40 million for getting handsy gropey. Everyone still had their clothes on. Damn thing was probably over with in what, five, ten minutes? That's worth $40 million? No. And I've said this before, but I am in no way condoning what Kevin, high school teacher Spacey, did. What he did was just creepy as hell. And what have I said about a thousand times now on this podcast, especially to all you horny high school teachers out there, but this applies to everyone. Never. Ever, 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 ever get a boy to do a man's job. Remember, ladies, and you queens out there with underage Twinkie Boy fetishes, more Sebastian Stan, and for you queens, more Carl Nassib, less little Timmy, or 14-year-old Princess Anthony with two chest hairs. What he did was just Gross. But is that really worth $40 million in damages? Does that make sense to anyone other than to Princess Anthony looking for her payday and those hysterical clowns, those mean girls in the vapid gay media? And I will say this, because I know some of you out there might be thinking that I'm being a bit insensitive 
to what Princess Anthony went through. But I say this as someone who also found himself in, well, I'll just say similar circumstances. Although I wish it had only been just someone getting a little handsy gropey. And I'm not even talking about the time I got roofied in a gay bar. Almost got, well, either raped or robbed or both after getting roofied in a gay bar. But I'm not sitting around, butthurt about it, decades later, looking for a $40 million payday like Princess Anthony. As a friend of mine once said, when we were commiserating about our battle scars and how to get over them, he said it best. You learn to live with the pain and you move on. Princess Anthony, it's time to move on. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. From Blaze Media. Study. Support for defunding the police, a luxury belief held by white Democrats, gripped by collective shame. Now, does that shock anyone out there? Well, anyone out there with a modicum of common sense, which we all know is not so common these days. And this comes to us courtesy of the Manhattan Institute, and it's a study, and how's this for a study title? Is defunding the police a luxury belief? Analyzing white versus non-white Democrats' attitude on defunding. This was written by Zach Goldberg, who is a Paulson policy analyst at the Manhattan Institute. And how's this for a pull quote? Support for defunding the police is an example of a luxury belief that the socioeconomically advantaged that's rich people, adopt as a means of signaling membership in a higher or enlightened social class. So it looks like I was right again. Well, mostly right. And I didn't need a study. And I have a copy of this one. This puppy is 57 pages. I didn't need 57 pages of a research study to come to the exact same conclusion. Once you know liberals, they're pretty consistent. At least until they're on the wrong end of one of their own dumb ideas, which goes to the line, what's a conservative, a liberal who's been mugged? First off, 
to Goldberg's assertion that support for defunding the police is a luxury belief. And in this study, he talks about these rich white liberals, them having relative insulation from crime. What have I been saying about these hysterical millennial Gen Z kids? And it's a lot of them are these hysterical millennial Gen Z women. They like to head into the inner city, loot, riot, burn, have themselves a a grand gay old time fighting for social justice, bang a black guy or two just to piss off their parents before they rush back to their lily white suburb, back to the safety of mommy and daddy. Now, if a millennial Gen Z white guy, if he's involved in all this mayhem, it's only so he can get laid by something other than his creepy sex doll, the one he keeps in the basement of his parents' house where he lives because he has absolutely no idea, no clue how to adult, liberal millennial Gen Z men aren't really men. They're pansy pajama boys. Like David Hogg. He's the quintessential example of a pansy pajama boy. His testicles, if they ever appear, they won't drop until he's, well again, if ever, until he's closer to 40. And second, to me being right, What have I been saying for, how long have we been at this? Over two years now? Hysterical white liberals carry on for two reasons. Number one, to assuage their white guilt. And number two, to virtue signal to other white liberals. Which is damn close to what Goldberg here is saying. Now, he argues that it's not white guilt. It's actually white shame. And he makes a damn good case for it. So I was close. But now I know. It's not to assuage their white guilt. It's to assuage their white shame. But I was 100% correct on the virtue signaling to other white liberals, which he described as signaling membership in a higher or enlightened social class, like with their BLM signs, them peacocking at a Whole Foods with their reusable grocery bags, and them driving around in their $150,000 Tesla. So there you go, more proof, not that you need any, that with hysterical white liberals, them carrying on the way they do, it's all about them. And for our last story, folks, it's from Fox Business. Dunkin' Drinkers in Uproar After Coffee Giant Changes Rewards Program. Dunkin' allegedly devalued their points and eliminated free birthday drinks. You want to talk about a tempest in a teapot. You want to talk about first world white people problems. People getting hysterical over a coffee chain changing their rewards program. 
which woke Starbucks went through, I think a couple years ago now. They changed up their points program as well. People got all triggered and butthurt about it back then too. But they got over it, mostly. Or they found some other trivial matter to have a meltdown about. Kids these days, every hill is the hill to die on. I guess what Duncan did was, they're now offering more food and beverage rewards, but I guess they're not as generous as they used to be on the points offered in relation to what they can get for those points. They raised the points earned from five per dollar to 10, but then they also jacked up the number of points it takes to get certain items. And here's a quote from the article. Someone having a first world meltdown about it. As someone who almost exclusively orders cold brew at Duncan, and as an aside, who sounds like a complete douchebag for saying that, I find that my free drink goes from 200 points to 700 points. Of course, we all know this new rewards program was done to cut costs. So, a big thank you to Duncan. I'll now save $300 a month not buying your coffee anymore. Cost-cutting successful. That's got to be a a millennial Gen Z kid spending $300 a month on cold brew coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, which is disgusting, by the way. And if I had to guess, they're probably also out there demanding student loan forgiveness because they don't have the money to pay off their six-figure gender studies degree from Yale or NYU. But they have $300 a month for cold brew coffee. i tell you what, though. This is great for me. Duncan basically giving the middle finger to all these obnoxious millennial Gen Z kids and their incessant demands for freebies. Because my biggest complaint with Duncan has been them trying to basically copy Starbucks, offering up all these super special pain-in-the-ass drinks to appeal to millennial Gen Z kids. All I ever want when I go into a Duncan is a large black. And calm down out there, you woke folk. I'm talking about coffee. And that's a 30-second order. From the time I tell them what I want to the time I have it in hand, it's about 30 seconds. But ever since they started trying to copy Starbucks, offer up all these super special pain-in-the-ass drinks, it's like one of Dante's levels of hell just trying to get a plain coffee. Because every time I go in there, there's all these hysterical millennial Gen Z kids ordering all these super special pain-in-the-ass drinks and super special pain-in-the-ass sandwiches. And what have I said? For every millennial Gen Z kid in front of you in line, that's at least a minute of your life wasted Because they just can't go in there 
order themselves something simple. So maybe possibly if these kids truly are taking their toys and going home, maybe I can go back to a time when I could go into a Dunkin' and not spend 15 minutes just trying to get a coffee, which I still have to suffer through at my local Starbucks. But at Dunkin', maybe I can now go in and get out of there without wanting to strangle someone. So on that note, since I cannot top these hysterical brats and their first world white people problems, even if them having a meltdown will make my life just a hair better, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this Sunday edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a good start to your week, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. In the meantime, take care. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.